Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Carrie Whitehead. And we are back with episode 62. You know, I, I think we're going to give up on, on actually saying what number episode it yeah, is. Yeah, fair enough. We simply cannot keep track. We, we really keep getting it I mean, we were bad enough at the best of times. And we, it's true. Before we had like an eight month, well, actually, 10 month break in terms of recording things. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, can, we can be forgiven, we hope. Um, well, we are back with a book, number 54. Mm. And let's just say it's a return to form. It's a juicy one. I'm excited. Oh my god, I'm so I'm excited! Because yeah. <laughs> we've gone through some. I mean, we had little interludes with the the Patmans of Sweet Valley and the winter shenanigans, mm-hmm. but really, in terms of the you know the straight one of Sweet Valley books, it's been slim pickings in recent times. Or when I say True. recent times, I mean like. <laughs> last year over the, over the course of like a year <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've really been in like random high schooler territory where it's like who is this person and then they just disappear off the face of the earth yeah and they have a really shit boring book about them true <gasps> but this is not a shit book no, we're a boring is... book <laughs> Cause it... definitely not because it is two boy weekend <laughs> Like, even as titles alone go, like, this is up there. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I just dropped my Kindle off my desk. Um, this is what happens when we're, when we're recording at home. And I'm just... Control yourself, Anna. My I, God. I can't. I keep flailing. <laughs> well, let's get started with some taglines and blurbs. And it's, mm-hmm. my, it's my turn for the cover tagline. And it is, has Jessica found someone new? Oh. And for once... The answer is yes. Indeed, yes. <laughs> can you give us the back cover line? I can indeed. And uh, quite ominously, it's love gone wrong. Well, I mean, it's not It's not wrong. No. It's, it goes very wrong, as you, will, yeah. as you will see. So here's the full back cover blurb. Let's have it. Oh, my God. I'm just getting annoyed with Jessica, even with the opening line. Anyway. <laughs> it goes very well for what's to come. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> Jessica Wakefield doesn't know how she'll survive a long weekend without her steady boyfriend, A.J. Morgan. Ugh, a long weekend. For- <laughs> She's so dramatic, it's gas. <laughs> but when she meets Christopher, a mysterious, good-looking boy, the lonely weekend turns into one of the most romantic times of her life. Jessica knows she'll have to stop seeing Christopher when A.J. returns, but in the meantime, she's going to enjoy herself. And how? <laughs> <laughs> too true then what started out as fun turns into a nightmare Christopher refuses to leave Jessica alone he calls her every night then begins following her Jessica is terrified AJ that AJ will find out and break off their relationship has Jessica gotten herself in too deep this time uh yes 
But it's also not anything new for her, so it's like... Oh, not yeah. even <laughs> vaguely, like... Oh, I mean, typical, really, for her. For, yes, extremely typical. But um, the cover, it has to be said, lives up to these uh, dramatic words. Can you describe it's a good it? One. Yeah, it's quite a good one. Um, we've got Jessica and Christopher, mystery mm-hmm. boy Christopher, on mm-hmm. uh, on the cover. Jessica looks fantastic. I mean, oh my god, you, know, you, you can't argue with that. <laughs> She's on top, weapons grade Wakefield form. Like, <laughs> She's got the full face of makeup, the lavalier is on, the string bikini is in place, and she's giving some absolutely excellent kind of flirty side eye to Christopher. Oh, it um, is. Yes, it is quite yeah, something. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. Um, he's quite, um, I don't know, he's not particularly good looking on the cover, I have to say. No, he's got um, he's got kind of a receding hairline. A little bit, yeah, a little bit of that kind of... Um, Dracula kind of, you know, <laughs> don't shape on the side of his head. Yeah. Um, he's there clutching his surfboard uh, with quite a baggy t-shirt on, which doesn't really seem conducive to surfing. No, no. What do I know? I'm not a California gal. True. So, uh, Never mind. Yeah. But yeah, good cover, good cover. And it's a good uh, colour scheme, I think. It's sort of aqua blue in the main mm. part of the book. Yes, very... Um, very Pacific appropriate, I feel Ooh, like. Very true. <laughs> well, um, let's get started with the uh, dramatic uh, story itself. Though it begins th- with the twins still talking about tennis. I mean, really, haven't we had enough? <laughs> we really did have enough, but... And yet here we are still talking about tennis. God almighty. Yes, they're, uh, I guess it's the day after the match of the last book. The twins are on their way to school and Jess is uh, talking about how she'll never be as good as Kristen Thompson in that match. Which, of course, being Jessica, you might think, oh, is she being nice about somebody? But no. No, of course not. (laughs) Don't be ridiculous. She's just fishing for compliments. <laughs> and Liz literally says, Was I supposed to say, What are you talking about, Jess? You're a great tennis player? And Jessica smirks and is like, mm, Well, yes. <laughs> I could be as good if I wanted to. It's like, No, Jessica. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, well, she's nothing if not overconfident, as this book will show. Um, so, uh, she Jessica, Jess, Liz tells Jessica, you know, yeah, whatever, you're great and you're not in Kristen's league. And Jess is all like, well, I could be, um, which is an excuse for a twin comparison because we're reminded that Jessica's full of confidence. <laughs> just in case we forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like just in case. And oh, my God, the twin comparison. It is a classic one. But there was a little shout out to the fucking recorder. Oh my God. When I saw it, I was like, really, are we still doing this? Can we just leave it like dead five books ago, please? Oh, damn. Well, as my notes say, they'll never let that one go. Clearly not. Like, they're on a fucking recorder vendetta here. It's ridiculous. It is quite insane. And uh, but I, I am pleased to see a full on twin comparison because they were like basically not there in the last book. Mm, yeah, they were very much in the background and even just kind of shoehorned in to not really provide any purpose at all. Of them. No. Remember these guys? So, yeah, it's nice to see a, a very Wakefield-centric. Oh, yes. Plot. It's so, it certainly is. And uh, <laughs> I like that, you know, the twin comparison, it mentions a watch, it mentions the word carbon copies. Like, it's it's the full oh, bag. It's the Wakefield bingo. Like, yeah. Yes. Great. And uh, Jessica says, eventually, it's like, oh, well, I can't be good at anything, at everything. There's only so much of me to go around. Oh, then go around, she does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, she sure does. And uh, we're told that the results of the famous essay competition are out today. And there's a little shoehorn bit in about how Liz didn't enter because, you know, obviously if she had. 
She would have won if she had entered. Let's not like kid ourselves. <laughs> Just in case anyone was worried that like, hang on, Liz got beaten in an essay competition. What is this? By AJ Morgan? I don't think so. <laughs> not likely. Well, she didn't enter because she's too busy with a big sister program. So there's still a bit yeah. of continuity. I was surprised. We're still on that. Hooray. Mm. Yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Jessica hasn't even bothered to read AJ's essay. <laughs> I love it. She just doesn't give a shit. She's like, where is my crown? I want it. And then I'm going home. Goodbye. I mean, that's not wrong. That's her motivation for this entire book. That had horniness, basically. Oh, God. To an absolutely demented degree. Like, yeah. Yeah, It's true. Um, So uh, Liz basically says, you're lucky AJ puts up with you. Damn right, she is. And Jessica's like, oh, it's nothing to do with luck. As Miss Dalton says in French class, I just have that je ne sais quoi. (laughs) <laughs> Au revoir! And then she runs off. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so later at school, Jessica meets AJ and he's got some news. Mm, yes, uh, much to Jessica's despair, uh, AJ is heading off to Dallas, the absolute cheek of him. Mm. Um, oh, what is it? His grandparents are having their 50th anniversary. Yep. Like, how dare they? Don't they realise <laughs> Jessica is horny? <laughs> Well, she basically acts like he's being shipped out to Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. She's so dramatic. It's hilarious. It's literally going away from Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah. It's a matter of days. It's unhinged. She's horrified when she hears how long they're going. She's like, are you walking to Texas? And she says she'll have to miss Ken's party. And AJ is like, what do you mean you'll have to miss it? She's having this big party on Friday night. And AJ rightly can't understand why suddenly Jessica can't go and he's just, he doesn't he still doesn't get the sweet valley ways she can't oh. go her boyfriend won't be there she needs a date that's true he is an outsider damn it AJ <laughs> get with the programme well she says it quote wouldn't be right for her to oh, go without God. him oh, so weird really. like, well my notes do say these people are freaks <laughs> And also, we're told that not having a not having a date has never stopped her before, but that isn't really an issue because she has never not had a date. True. Yeah. Yeah. There's never been a point where she hasn't had a date. She always fucking <laughs> drags in poor old Ken Matthews at the last minute. <laughs> someone off the subs bench makes it in it eventually. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Um. So she's uh, she's got lost all sense of proportion anyway because she feels like going without AJ for just under a week is, and I quote. A marathon of depression. Ridiculous. Oh my God. Yes. And she sourly, I also quote, thinks that having a steady boyfriend means that everyone expects them to be together. And apparently that means going anywhere on your own seems like, quote, a consolation prize. So strange. It's so weird for Jessica to think this way when she's so independent anyway. You'd imagine she'd be like, it's grand. I'll go with my friends. But no, she's just, I don't know. This is weirdly kind of, I feel like it's a bit out of character for her. I agree. I agree. Um, Well, AJ, the fucking sap, is like apologizing to her and going, (laughs) oh, you know, I'm really sorry. It was like, you are not doing anything wrong, AJ. You are doing something completely normal. And she is, (laughs) she is a giant weirdo. Like, yeah. I don't. I mean, mm-hmm. why am I, I? There's only so much I can roll my eyes without doing myself an injury. But <laughs> there's a lot of my world going on. But then AJ has some more news, and this is a, a brighter uh, little nugget. Can you tell us what what he's got to say? That's it. He knows how to play Jessica completely because he obviously knew she wasn't going to take this Dallas news too well. So he sweetens the deal with uh, the revelation that he's won the competition for the Citizens Day Ball and he's going to be the king. Yay! <laughs> king. The king of Sweet Valley. 
<laughs> oh my god and she's uh we're reminded how important it is for jessica to uh to be his queen we're told that was something she didn't take casually at all it's been a long time since she had really felt like the center event of attention and she deserved a night in the spotlight what so strange oh my god everybody in this town is just unhinged <laughs> like they're not they're not right no um, so yes, she's uh, she she thinks that this sort of almost makes up for him going away. So uh, cut to the Casadel Wakefield, where Liz is working on an article about the big sister business. Because again, oh, let it go. Oh. <laughs> We're done. Oh, I thought we would be, but we're actually not. I'm no. sorry to say. We're sorry to report. And uh, Jessica comes in sort of moping away and says, nothing exciting ever happens to me. Which is like <laughs> the biggest lie she's ever told when she's saying something. Uh, clear, yeah, and even, even Elizabeth is like, you know, that's obviously not true. But like, I don't even think she's considering, you know, all the, the kidnappings and the <laughs> female hostage and fucking running away from murderers. You know yourself. <laughs> I mean, even in this this year alone, there's been quite quite a lot of action. Oh, and uh, she asks Liz if Liz gets bored with just the routine of going out with Jeffrey and thinks that she and AJ just do the same things. I could go to the Dairy Burger and then they go home and that's about it. And I mean, yeah. that's all she does anyway. It's not like she has any interest. Like, all she does is go to parties and go to cheerleading and, uh, and go to the Dairy Burger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, none of this is actually that out of the ordinary for her routine. She's just doing it with somebody consistently now rather than a different fella every week. But yeah, I don't know. Well, Liz suggests that um, maybe Jessica needs some more time to herself. But of course, that's mm. never the answer for Jessica. <laughs> and and then when Jessica whines again about AJ going away for four days, Liz rightly pointed out, like, what do you want? You complain you've got it too, you're in too much of a routine and now yeah. you've got a break from the routine. You don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I actually quite like Liz for most of this book um, because she basically has no time for Jessica's nuts. She is being very, yeah, reasonable and straightforward here. And it's it's not like her to actually set Jessica straight every so often. This, so. Yeah, this is true. She literally rolls her eyes. <laughs> Imagine the cheek of her. I mean, that's going quite far for a doormat, Liz. So cut to Wednesday, where Jessica has, and we're, we're told, sunk deeper in gloom. This is crazy. And this is why AJ is like still here. It's like this yeah. is the day he's leaving. So she's just been moping this whole time. Again. And like he's been shipped off to war. It's just yeah. yes. Oh my god. And she's being such a massive, like, demented drama queen that uh AJ rightly says, Look, I wish you weren't being so upset you weren't acting so upset. She's like, I'm not acting, I really That's am. Not an act. <laughs> this is gonna be the longest weekend of my life. Oh, God. Like, I really would have thought for Jessica, she'd be like, okay, cool, I'll go to the beach disco and go dance with a bunch of boys and then my boyfriend will be home and it'll be grand. Like, yeah. That seems more like Jessica's vibe, really, than literally, like, moping around and flopping into chairs all day long. True. Also, she has been, uh, like, there were times in recent times where she was flirting, you know, mm. not with AJ. So, like, what's changed? Why is this weekend yeah. different? Makes no sense. Mm. Well, we cut to Friday where Jessica, flings herself down on a chair in the cafeteria with Amy, Cara and Lila. And why is she so annoyed with them? It's basically because uh, they're not making enough of a fuss about her. Uh, yeah. 
It's like, this is the least dramatic thing that has ever happened to Jessica Wakefield in her life. And she's annoyed that people aren't fussing over her nonstop. And it's like, what do you want from them? Like, you're being a massive dose. <laughs> she really is. She literally, literally, Jessica slumped in her chair and glared at them, waiting to be noticed. So, yeah, like they made conversation and she like literally flops into her chair and just like stares at them, giving them dirty looks until they were to make a big like, oh my God, Jessica, you're here. Thank God. We're so glad you're here to like mope around the place and not be any crack at all. Oh, my, apparently she's been doing this for like 48 hours ever since um, AJ set off on his travels and they're all getting really fed up with her. <laughs> They say, and rightly so, like, Jesus. It's like, it's Wednesday. They have been listening to Jessica whine and complain and feel sorry for herself and their patience is wearing thin. Jess, <laughs> you're being a real pain, you know that, Kara said. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also, as Kara points out, like, she doesn't get to see Stephen. She doesn't act like this. True, yeah. She, well, I'm going to say she wouldn't see him for weeks on end, but Stephen also seems to be home every other day, so. Oh, that is true. Either. <laughs> just looming out of hedges you know. <laughs> usual, usual oh he's back again <laughs> but I mean she could go four days without him you would think yeah um, and uh, Lila meanwhile heaves a sigh and jangles the gold bracelets on her arm amazing oh we get some good Lila content in this one in fairness oh, after, really? after literally nothing last time around this is a, a nice uh return to form for her. Very much so. She asks Jessica what her weekend plans are and Jessica says she's staying at home like an old hag. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, really good. And uh, the others are amused by this and they're they're joking about like, what would pre-AJ Jessica be doing, you know, in these circumstances? They say she would have been cooking up some plan to snag some cute guy somewhere and now look at her. Pathetic, Kara said dolefully. Pitiful, Amy agreed. <laughs> ah, the good old days, Lila sighed. I love this so much. No one ever takes the piss out of her, at least not enough, you know, or as much as she deserves to have the piss taken out of her. So it's nice when they actually do. <laughs> this is true. Uh, but of course, Jessica isn't amused. And no, not a bit. This is a sign of what a massive pain the hole she is throughout this. Because the others um, say they're going to the beach after school. And say, like, are you coming? And she acts like, oh, I'm not being included, when she's literally being included. <laughs> yeah, it's so, she's just giving herself such a martyr complex. And it's like, they actually are including you. You're also just no fun to be around. So they're not going to pester you into coming with them if you're going to just like lie around and cry about AJ ridiculously. Well, that's it. She just sulks like a fucking baby. Like, they're actually yeah. trying to get her to go. Yeah. Like actually hard enough for her taste. Yeah. No, I mean, what would they have to do? Who knows? <laughs> so eventually they cajole her into going, and I do not know why they're bothered. I know. But when we get to the beach, there's an old friend there, an inanimate object. <laughs> I literally punched the air when I was reading this. I was so happy. <laughs> Tell us what's back, Karen. Okay, picture the scene. <gasps> <laughs> it's the beach in Sweet Valley. It's a beautiful, sunny afternoon. <gasps> The worn oriental rug that Lila yes. used as a beach blanket was littered with magazines, tanning oil bottles and candy wrappers. And I was just like, fantastic. Welcome back, oriental rug. Oh, we're so happy to see you. Covered in shite as well. <laughs> yes, no respect for it whatsoever. Oh, I wonder if she have like two boys to carry it from her car over to the beach as well, like last time. Oh. Just- Oh, I love it. Or I love it if she was just like on the rug while they carried it, like some kind of Abyssinian empress or something. It's just like, yes, Lila, 
go full crazy with this. <laughs> it's what she deserves. I love it. Oh my god! Um, sadly, we don't get. Uh, you think that could be the subject of the two boy weekend? <laughs> could be Linus bearers. Indeed, yes. <laughs> Well, everyone's having fun in the world, like doing each other's nails and stuff. And Kara's reading a quiz from Cosmo, not Ingenue. Hmm. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Is this the first time actually an actual magazine has been named Checked, I wonder? Oh my God, I think it might be. It might be, hmm. yeah. It's not Ingenue, actually. I didn't even got them. Well, it's got some Ingenue style quizzes and they're all mm. joking around with them, but just doesn't feel like, like they're playing their foolish games. And she's just basically a total downer. And normally I find, you know, somebody being accused of being a downer is kind of a way of like somebody's taking something seriously that they should be taking seriously. But in this case, Jessica's yeah. a fucking downer. She is oh, like she is a buzzkill and a half. Like she's <laughs> just no fun to be around at all. And she's like, I'm going swimming. And <laughs> when she's out in the water, she feels a surge of loneliness and betrayal. This is like <laughs> the drama. Like I just can't. <laughs> He's been away for two days and he's coming back the day after tomorrow. And her friends are being perfectly fine with her and nicer than she deserves, quite frankly. Far nicer. And when she's out in the water, she literally thinks they'd really be sorry if I drowned. I mean, would they? They might be glad. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be more concerned about what they'd wear to the funeral. Oh, oh, yes, indeed. Um, and she thinks they're ignoring her even as she looks back and Kara's waving at her <laughs> she's oh, just like she's purely yeah it's just the denial she's like I can't believe they're excluding me while they're talking to her and trying to get her out <laughs> in a bad mood and like waving at her and telling her what's going on and she's just like they have abandoned me <laughs> 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 it's true when they go because when she goes back to the beach they tell her they're going to the dairy burger and if they and she uh, they ask like are you are you coming and because they don't quote cajole her she says she's not going yeah she's like they didn't even try it's like they asked her what more do you want oh my god she's like <laughs> oh no oh I, I don't know I don't feel like it and Lila's like well if you don't you don't but we're going anyway Oh, God. Yeah. And she's like, she couldn't believe her friends would leave without her. Of course, they had come in two cars, hers and Lila. So she wasn't really being abandoned. <laughs> but she felt as though she had just been dumped out with the trash. <laughs> like, oh, if only. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someday. Um, so when they leave, Kara asks if she's going to Ken's party. And Jess, like, grits her teeth. Is like, no. no. <laughs> and Lila said, it's a good thing because the mood you're in, you'd spoil any party on earth. <laughs> Tell her, Lila. <laughs> I've missed you so much, Lila. <laughs> <laughs> so they drive off and Jess stays on the beach basically throwing herself a pity party pretty much she's literally just sitting there sulking for like yeah. an hour or something I don't know how long she's sitting oh, there until it, 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 it gets dark like I think it's quite yeah. a long time um, she she thinks I'll just stay here all night <laughs> <laughs> she's such a baby such, she's the ultimate baby and uh, she's kind of enjoying it she's like feeling so sorry yeah. for herself she's kind of getting into it She's really wallowing in deep, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then she observes uh, a figure in the Ooh, waves. There's a surfer right there. There is. And mm. uh, when she gets up to leave, he approaches her. <laughs> and of course, he's a hunk. Of course he is. <laughs> he's in Sweet Valley after all. <laughs> true, true. And um, she tells her that he likes having an audience (laughs) (laughs) and of course Jessica flirts back as is her way 
And he asks her to dinner. They're such weirdos for 16-year-olds. Like So strange, isn't it? Like, not even, you know, a burger in the dairy burger. No, like, no. no, we're going for dinner. It's like, really? What? Do you, like, what? I know. It's, well, I mean, they're, they're not like you would be. They sure aren't. <laughs> so he takes her hand and she realises, quote, he wasn't letting go until she said yes. Yeah, that's mm. always a good sign. Yes. <laughs> Do you think that might bring a few you know, alarm bells, but no, uh, she's too busy gazing at the droplets of of water on his chest. Oh my God, the scandal. <laughs> Again with the droplets and his <laughs> muscular arms. Oh my goodness. So she says, just say where and I'll meet you there in an hour. <gasps> so she goes home and uh, quickly gets ready and she decides to say nothing to Liz because she'd bring up boring ethical issues. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, she's kind of convincing herself that this is just going to dinner with a new friend. Like, it's not a big deal. It's fine. She's also just enjoying, you know, somebody paying attention to her because that never happened. (laughs) God, you would think she was like some sort of lonely outcast who never had a moment's (laughs) attention in her life. It's not exactly Lynn Henry territory. Like, come on, girl. (laughs) She's never been on the outside looking in. She sure hasn't. Um, So uh, she... She realises that she she's not really going to tell AJ because he just read too much into it. You know, it's obviously not a big deal. She's only going because she likes going out to dinner at nice restaurants. Mm, that's all this is. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Like her conscience wasn't completely satisfied. And it's like, wait, she has one yeah. after all this time. And we're just finding out about it now. What the fuck? Where have you been? I find it very hard to believe she has a conscience. Um, but Highly unlikely. So Liz asks where she's going. And she tells Liz she met someone on the beach called Chris and is going out yeah. to dinner with them. And Liz, is, yeah. Liz yeah. assumes it's a girl. But even if it was a completely platonic thing, it would be quite weird. A little bit, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Like, you just would you not just like say we're going to go to the party together, you know? Or that would be a more normal thing to do, really. Not like, oh, hello, person I've just met. Would you like to come out for dinner? It's like, (laughs) okay. Sure, I guess. Hmm. So Liz suggests, why did you take this uh, your new pal Chris to the party? But Jess makes Hmm. her excuses and runs off. And they meet at a a town we haven't heard of before, uh, or a restaurant we haven't heard of before. Casasur. Ooh, it's not even a French restaurant. <laughs> no, Espanol, or possibly, uh, probably Mexican. Um, so, uh, yes, he's, uh, oh, Mexican food. Now, do they have, what's their thing with Mexican food? Is that what Ned is allergic to? Uh, no, no, Ned is allergic to Chinese food. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. Yes, the every yeah. single bit of cuisine that comes yeah. from the entirety of China. Every single one, no exception. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, at this casa, uh, Jess notices that Christopher is even cuter than she remembered. Ooh. And a magical glow seems to envelop them as they take their outdoor seats. And uh, he wants to know everything about Jess, which is, of course, music to her ears. Oh, like she's having the time of her life because all she's doing is talking about herself. So like... Yeah, game on. This is jackpot for Jess. Oh my God, it really is. It's like her ideal <laughs> evening. And yeah. so she, yeah, this goes on for like two hours. She just talks about herself. She mentioned she has a sister, but she doesn't say she's her twin. That's right. Because yeah, he kind of says to her, uh, I want to know what makes you unique because I know you're one of a kind. So she's like, yeah, I'm just going to leave out the whole part that I have an identical twin. So that she kind of, she, she kind of likes the idea of him thinking that she's a one-off and totally unique <laughs> and whatever. So it's like, all right, go off, I guess. <laughs> Seems a bit plot contriving to but let us... Uh... I mean, I'm sure it won't come back and bite anybody in the no, ass. No, <laughs> no. Him not knowing she has a twin couldn't possibly have any repercussions no. at all. Absolutely none. 
<laughs> well, he's very vague about himself and his family connections. And That's the thing, yeah. And it is unusual for a boy on a date in Sweet Valley yeah. not to just talk about himself the whole time. Because <laughs> that's how they usually roll. So, you know, on one hand, it's a nice change. But on the other hand, you know, not knowing a single thing about mm. him after an entire date. A little bit suspect. Something's up, yes. Yeah. But this seems to just turn Jessica on. She likes him being a mystery man. And she has to admit to herself, okay, this is a date. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, shit, Jessica. (laughs) Jesus. So she suggests they go for a walk on the beach and uh, they drive there. So like they're even making an effort to go to a second location. Oh, true. Mm. And Jess is entranced by Christopher's seductive uh, vibe. And they Mm. kiss. (gasps) And it's a passionate moment. It is, yeah. She's really enjoying herself and kind of, Every so often she'd be like, oh, God, I should really, you know, oh, I should stop because of AJ. And I was like, yeah, but I'm also having a really good time. So yeah. it's fine. <laughs> she literally says she didn't care if what she was doing was wrong. It was what she wanted to do. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't sum that bitch up, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it is the ultimate Jessica uh, line. True. Um, so he says he has to see her again and she she, she nods in agreement, um, which I guess is, you know, she could convince herself, I didn't actually say anything. But then she says, uh, oh yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. So okay. they yeah. they meet, uh, they or she suggests they go, uh, they meet in um, a place called Pacific Shores, a, a nearby town we have never heard of before. Yeah, they're really pulling out all these new locations in this book, aren't they? Yeah, where are they coming from? Pacific Shores, like- indeed. <laughs> Do indeed, yeah. So uh, she's like, well, just won't think about whether this is right or wrong. I'm totally fine. I'm having some fun and that's what matters. Well, the next morning she, they, she arrives at Pacific Shores and thinks that it's the perfect place for a rendezvous. Ooh, yes. It's a charming, romantic old town, apparently. Sounds okay. You say so. It sounds pretty nice. nice, yeah. So she feels exhilarated, especially when she meets Chris and he presents her with a rose that he's bought from some street vendor. And then when, he, when Jessica admires the rose, which is glittering with water droplets. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even pick up on the droplet action in this book. I think, back. I think whoever the ghostwriter was who wrote those classics filled with droplets is uh, <laughs> back in action, I think. Um, so uh, she he runs off and returns with a whole bouquet. This is madness. Like... Yes, this is the actions of an actual man. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, you like that rose? Hang on a second. Runs off and comes back with a literal armful of single roses, and it's like, "Okay, this is not normal behavior." <laughs> well, she says, um, "You're crazy. You know that." He's like, "I'm crazy about you." <laughs> okay, you say so. But like, yeah, she thinks this is totally romantic. But like, on a practical note, does she now have to walk around all day long with an armful of fucking roses? I was, that sounds like a pain in the ass. Oh my god, I was thinking that like big spiky roses weighing you down, <laughs> getting yeah. all dried out in the sun. I mean, oh god, yeah, you just have to walk around different shops and go for lunch with like a big fucking load of roses. <laughs> like, no, that sounds annoying. Um, so they they roam the streets, and she feels slightly guilty for not telling Christopher the truth, but it's all like, well, I'm just hurt his feelings, so I can't do it now. And <laughs> he buys her a cuddly baby sea lion, and I thought this was going to be like a you know the gun in the first act going off in oh, the third. I fully thought this sea lion was going to make like yeah some kind of pivotal plot point yeah. appearance later on, but yeah. like no, nothing. It's just a whole scene about them buying a little cuddly toy for her. It's like okay, <laughs> that is literally it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But then they uh, there's a, there's a slightly creepy moment when he goes, oh, I bet everyone's jealous of me. Jessica's like, why? Even though she knew what he meant. 
You're the best looking girl in town. You're mine. If you were with someone else, I'd die of jealousy. Says Christopher. Yeah, that's perfectly, perfectly normal for the second time you ever meet somebody. Run away, <laughs> Jessica. I know, because she's just like, oh, yes, I take this as my due. So they go to the aquarium complanetarium. <laughs> Quite a bit. It sounds, it sounds great, but it also sounds like something Jessica would have absolutely no interest in. I know. Fish and stars, that way. Yeah. <laughs> but then they, when they're sitting in the darkness of the planetarium, she thinks it's like a dream. And then whispers, like a dream. <laughs> I know. Chris- that deep moment in a while. Uh, <laughs> and Christopher's all like, "What?" She's like, "Oh, nothing, nothing." Just thinking uh, like a great time. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, she. He wants to meet again, of course. And she says she can only meet him until noon. That's what. Yes. Why is that? Yeah. Well, AJ is back. Yeah. So the next day is Sunday, mm. uh, and she's kind of like, "Oh shit, my boyfriend will be back in town at that point." Yeah, so, I've got about yeah. him. So I can only meet you in the morning. <laughs> and Christopher says. Until noon tomorrow, you're all mine. <gasps> hmm. So next morning, they meet at the beach and she tells them the truth. She does, in fairness to her. I mean, hmm. fair, I don't know, is, is, that even, is that even in fairness to her? <laughs> I mean, the bar is low. The bar is very, yeah, very low. When it so comes. true. And he actually takes it surprisingly well. He's not like, oh, you know, shouldn't know you'd have a boyfriend. And she's like, maybe someday. And he's, no, no, no. Let's just leave it there. there. So... It seems quite uh, chill. Yeah, he's he's quite reasonable about it, and uh, and Jessica, like, she's loving this because she feels like a heroine in a tragic, dramatic love story. Oh God, all over. <laughs> so uh, she's just loving this. Yeah, yeah it's like magical weekend with a mystery man, and now it's all done, and I can go back to my boring boyfriend yeah. and uh, feel that I'm a noble romantic heroine. So it's brilliant. Indeed. Yes. So AJ arrives, and Jess is a bit OTT when she tells her how boring her weekend was. Yeah, that uh, surprise appearance of a conscience kind of kicks in every so often while here. Though there's a bit where he says how much you missed her and she's like, oh, well, so did I uh, miss you, Jessica replied hastily. <laughs> Actually, she wasn't sure if she had missed him. <gasps> Jessica. Um, well, I mean, are we surprised for the I mean. <laughs> shifting on beaches she was doing with Christopher? True. <laughs> but she tells herself Christopher is on the past. So it's Monday afternoon and the twins are heading home from school and Liz asks about the girls' basketball game and something about whether the cheerleaders are cheering at it because as I feared after yeah. reading the last book... Oh, you absolutely sh- called it. <laughs> oh, Shelley Novak popped her head up for the first time in the last book and they're seeding the ground even more here because um, Liz is going to write a story about her because she's the star of the basketball team and mm. she realises Jessica isn't interested in her piece about Shelley Novak I'm like we're not interested in Shelley Novak Before either you, yeah. we're, this, is not, this is not on Jessica this yeah. sounds like really boring so yeah shut up Elizabeth <laughs> and unlike Jessica we're going to be forced to read about Shelley Novak in the near future <laughs> so. damn it Shelley <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Liz seem, or Jessica seems a bit absent and she's she's just um, she's not really responding to any of Liz's remarks and when Liz tries to talk about a big sister gathering um, she, Jessica basically ignores her. Now, Jessica has not seen hide nor hair of Alison Post <laughs> since that ice cream party. Alice, yeah, Alison could be dead for all the she knows <laughs> left. We just don't hear a word about her from then. Yeah, yeah, she has signed out of that big sister program. Um, <laughs> but uh, when they get home, Jessica's still been a bit funny and then the phone rings. Mm. And Jessica is uh, even weirder when she answers the phone. 
Yeah. So Liz can just hear her side of the conversation, but it's all very weird because she can see Jessica's expression that she's kind of like happy at first. And then she kind of looks like embarrassed and then looks annoyed. And all she can hear Jess saying is stuff like, no, you shouldn't have. I told you. Mm. No, I told you I can't. No. And it's like, okay, this is a weird phone call. Especially when Jess says, oh, was somebody selling magazine subscriptions? (laughs) What? Such a stupid lie. (laughs) And Liz wonders what Jessica is up to now. Yes, indeed. Um, so it's uh, the next night, I guess, at the Casadel Wakefield, and AJ um, is talking to Jess about how he's going to sell his car. And Jay- Jessica hates to admit it, we're told, but she doesn't really give a shit about yeah, AJ. I mean, his car. Uh, well, yeah, it's like, again, it's not a very interesting conversation. <laughs> oh, no, yes, you're going to sell your car, and it's got this many miles on it. It's like, yes, yeah, fascinating. Okay. Um, <laughs> But she uh, she forces herself to sort of be cheerful and she tells AJ she can't wait until they're king and queen. <laughs> and uh, we're told that um, he thinks that, you know, oh, it's just a bit silly. And uh, he's like, oh, this whole king and queen thing, it's pretty dumb. Um, Are you kidding, Jessica World Rise? You just haven't lived here long enough to know. Everyone goes, <laughs> the mayor, all the big shots. That's even on TV, usually. Ooh, she's getting a oh, she's going to be Being queen <laughs> of that dance is definitely a major deal, AJ. I'm not going to miss it for anything, she added silently. Oh my god. Yeah, she's obsessed with this crown to like a horrendous degree, as as will become apparent, but like yeah. It's It's nuts. Like she thinks for a full paragraph about the honor of prestige of being queen of the citizens. What the hell? Yeah. thing like they get their picture in the paper and they'll be on the news and she's like no she didn't think this was dumb at all like <laughs> yes okay we understand <laughs> calm down and she admits that one reason why she won't tell anyone about Chris including uh, AJ is because it might somehow hamper her dream of being queen I mean oh, losing so AJ she tells herself after a moment's hesitation as well is even thrown in there. So it's like, damn, Jessica, it is very hard to sympathise with you right now. <laughs> oh, she's obsessed with this crown and yeah. she will do a lot in order to get it. While being mm. very self-deluding and telling her she's like doing it for AJ's own benefit. Yeah. Um, so while AJ is there, she gets another phone call. And who could it be? Uh-oh. Bring in Christopher again. <gasps> and uh, again, she pretends uh, th- uh, to whoever's in the room with her. This time she pretends that it's Lila on the line. <laughs> Yeah, she's with AJ, so she's kind yeah. of she's properly freaked out now because she's trying to cover this was a lot of tracks at this point. Oh, very much so. So she's like, uh, hi Lila. Oh god, no Lila, now's not a good time. Go away, Lila. <laughs> and AJ's like, what is going on? She's like, oh Lila wants me to go shopping with her in LA the weekend of the uh the big bash. But obviously I said uh I couldn't go. And AJ's kind of like, Well, you know, if you uh if you want to go, that's fine. She's like, it is not fine. Because she wants to be <laughs> queen. Don't you get it, AJ? <laughs> um, she smiles indulgently uh, at him because uh, we're told she's proud of him for winning the contest and she thought he would make a great king. She could just picture him standing... This is so fucking weird. She could just picture okay. him standing on stage accepting the crown. <laughs> what is, why are these people so weird? So strange. <laughs> Um, so it, at school the next day, uh, Jessica is leaving an English class where she, when she's summoned by Mr. Collins. Oh, yeah. Twice <laughs> in a row, baby. He's back. <laughs> well, he's only back for about two seconds because he's actually just a mere messenger boy. How dare they waste Mr. Collins so cavalierly? 
a proper waste of resources here, isn't it? But like at this stage, I'll take anything we can get. <laughs> oh god, yeah. We, I mean, we didn't have them for um, you gone for so long months on end. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's got news for that. He got a message from the office saying there's something for her in the office, or mm. he's not even really sure. She has to just go and get things out. Yeah, and what could it be? Oh, why it's <laughs> extremely not creepy at all. No, <laughs> it's just a giant fucking bouquet of flowers. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, so she's stuck with this giant bouquet, and when AJ is like. What the fuck is that? She's <laughs> like, oh, they're for Cara from Stephen. Here you go, Cara. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, because there is a little card in there. Like, she obviously knows it's Christopher, but she mm. kind of swipes the card, hands them over to Cara, and is like, oh, isn't this amazing? Isn't Steve always doing stuff like this? How cool. Ooh. No further questions. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're told, like, oh, uh, she'd have to think of an explanation for Cara later, but she doesn't, as far as I know. Yeah, they never actually wrap that bit up or, like, you know, show her giving any kind of explanation at all to Cara. It's just like, yeah, it's only Cara, it's fine. Yeah, she'll swallow anything. So, uh, Friday afternoon, it's a couple of days later, the Dairy Burger is jumping. Mm. The gang's all, The gang's the all COVID, there. The COVID dream. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, they're all like, 10 of them are squashed into a tiny booth. No, it sounds horrible. Oh, oh, oh. oh, the old, I mean, even in the olden days, this would be pretty rank. Like, Jessica's, yeah, sure. Jessica's lost a shoe. It's chaos. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> so the others are chatting and, and AJ's telling about his stupid car because he's put a for sale sign up in the window. Yeah, Jess, so boring. Oh, well, understandably, Jeff's, Jess drifts off into a reverie. But Ooh. then she looks out the window and what does she see? Oh, shit, it's Christopher. <gasps> He's, he's in the parking lot and he's oh, looking at AJ's car. Mm. Yeah, because AJ has a sign up on his car saying for sale. So presumably his number is on there too. Yeah. And it turns out that Christopher has continued to ring over the last few days and he's kind of getting a bit like aggressive. Mm, yes, he's very insistent and is extremely creepy. Mm. He keeps saying things like, are you just pretend? Were you pretending to like me? Is this a game to you? Yeah, it's it's escalating like each time he calls. And to the extent that when they go to the beach the next day, Jessica's all jumpy because she's scared like Christopher's going to pop up at any moment and AJ will find out and then she won't be his queen, of course. Oh, God. And... <laughs> AJ says they're, apparently they're meant to be doing something the next day uh, but AJ says he's, he, she, someone rang him last night wanted to have a look at the car and they're going to come over the next day and he's like oh you know you can come over with me and wait while I'm showing him the car and then we'll go on our date or I'll pick you up afterwards and Jessica thinks because the old days as well when you could easily leave your phone behind you she's like oh well if I'm in, in AJ's house I won't have to worry about Christopher and his scary phone calls true yeah mm. and I was just thinking as well because even when he does ring her the first time I'm like well, she never gave him her number but then it's like oh yeah the phone book obviously yeah. like a stalker's dream <laughs> Wakefield's of Calico Drive there they so, are and yeah. um, so Jess is like cool okay I'll call over to your place and that night Christopher rings yet again and <gasps> we're told that the twins have their own phones in their room like their individual phones because they got so many calls <laughs> they're just so popular if you don't have a phone in your room kids you're not popular enough <laughs> you clearly don't have enough friends sucks to be you <laughs> you don't get as many calls as the Wakefield girls what a loser and <laughs> <laughs> um, well speaking of losers Chris asks if her if Jessica's boyfriend knows about him and but Jessica basically makes it clear that he doesn't laughs menacingly oh no <laughs> 
And she's actually genuinely, Jessica's really properly scared now. She's freaked out, yeah. Because she thinks the word crazy seemed to echo in her head. It was the word she'd been using every time she thought about the way Christopher was hounding her. Crazy. What if Christopher was insane? No, no. Very dramatic. Oh, very. <laughs> so she's really freaked out now and she's almost tempted to tell Liz. She goes into Liz's room and starts fiddling with Liz's barrettes. <laughs> you will have those barrettes. They are not for you. <laughs> well, Liz must know something's wrong if Jessica's like picking up her barrettes. And um, Jessica's on the cusp, but she's she just can't tell. Oh, and this whole time I am like, tell her, I don't know. do this, tell somebody for God's sake. Oh, I know, it's so frustrating. Oh. But it's, in fairness though, the only reason she's not telling people is because she thinks that somehow that will put a spoke in her, in her wheel, in her quest to become queen. So it is all about her crazy queen. Treats. I know, her, her queen quest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, Jessica wakes from uneasy dreams and uh, she's angry with her family for not caring about her plight. Even though we don't... She hasn't told them! <laughs> Tell them! <laughs> they don't even care for her being followed by some knockout, she thought. They don't know how horrible it feels. To be fair, she realised, they didn't know about Christopher. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, she wants Elizabeth to just rely on some kind of twin psychic abilities uh, to just know that she's in trouble and will take pity on her. And it's like, how is she supposed to know if you won't talk to her? Well, I mean later events I mean there there will be an appearance of the old twin tuition <laughs> oh yes there will um, so uh, she tells every well before she heads off to AJ she tells everyone that if, if she gets any calls just don't give them any details yeah and which, yeah, what did she say tell, tell them I'm sleeping or dead or in South America or something <laughs> I mean the three options that's it. Yeah, it's one of those three. So um, when she gets to AJ, he's noticed and fairness to him that she is not okay and she's been a bit yeah. weird. But she she's very jumpy and jittery. Yeah, she fobs him off, and then the car guy arrives. Who the guy who wants to buy the car? Who could it be? It's Christopher. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> so AJ's going to take him for a test drive, and then his his mum comes out. Is like, look, there's some phone call for you that you like some. I don't know, someone from school? I don't know. What. It's, no, it's somebody else is ringing about the car, so he has to take that call because they're asking a bunch of questions. Oh, about yes. And like, Look, you come talk to this guy on the phone because I don't know the fuck. And AJ's like, well, why don't you go on a test drive with my girlfriend instead? And says, it's not like you're going to kidnap my girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> don't give him ideas. <gasps> oh, God. But also, yeah, Christopher is pretending like he's never met Jessica oh, before. Oh, of course. Yes. He's like, yeah. Um, Jess is just freaking out in, in, you know, quietly <laughs> this whole time. Also, I don't think you should think it's necessarily safe for your girlfriend to just get into a car with a random dude. True. Yeah. Like just, yeah. Oh, Christopher is making a big deal about how he has to go and he's, uh, he can't stay around too long. Yeah. So it's like, just tell him to come back another time when it does suit. Don't just like randomly pawn your girlfriend up on this mystery stranger. Off you go. Drive off with this randomer. Yeah. Um, so that's what she does and it turns nasty very quickly. Oh, super quick. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's driving off at top speed, Rick Andover style. Oh, big time, yeah. Big Rick energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Like it was out of my mouth before I even realised what I was saying. <laughs> just your natural genius, Karen. Just your oh natural genius. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Oh my god, I think I need to gloves. I need some water. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Oh my god. Well, it is very hot actually. Fucking roasting. I'm melting. Oh, I need to go out in the garden and lie down after this. Um. So, uh, <laughs> yes, he does have big Rick energy. <laughs> he truly does. And he's like, I'm. I'm gonna keep driving you around <laughs> until you say yes to going on a date with me. Oh, I'll tell AJ, and yeah. she's. She figures, oh yeah, I can fob him off somehow. He's clearly easily dissuaded. And yeah. um, although he actually, it's 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 even worse than just the whole driving fast thing. He actually does like accelerate and drive towards a wall at one point. Oh wow, I missed that. And that's why, yeah, 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 because he drives to like an empty parking lot outside a mall or something, and uh, kind of revs the car and literally drives straight for a wall until she says, yeah, yeah, I'll go out with you. Oh, so okay. Actually, a lot more kind of high stakes even uh, than anything Rick ever did. That's so, true. Yeah. Okay, that is pretty it's terrible. Pretty bad, yeah. As you know, this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, and there are loads of brilliant shows on the network that you can check out too. Here's a taste of one of them. When it comes to understanding political issues, I am a self-confessed toddler. That's why I've enlisted the help of Steve, my politically savvy drinking buddy, to help me better understand politics. Every couple of weeks, we get together and record on topics like what is the politics of language, what is Watergate, how the internet is killing democracy. We take these big issues and we break them down into silly little comedic bite-sized bits. If you like the sound of that, then search for What Am Politics in your podcast app of choice or find us here on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Um, so she agrees to, to go out with him on Saturday night. And when they return, Jess is clearly a little freaked and AJ notices straight away. But Chris is like, oh, I guess I drove a bit fast. Ha 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 ha. And Jess is like, yes, yes, that's all it was. And when he leaves, AJ is like, I don't like that guy. And mm. Jess thinks, that's why. <laughs> Wednesday afternoon... And uh, and Liz is collecting Kim Edgards, her little sister, or Edgars. Yeah. Never thought I'd see her again. Yeah, fully was surprised to see her make an appearance. Like even when they were talking about the big sister stuff earlier, then when Kim turned up, I was like, oh, okay, we're we're still doing this. All right then. And she's more of a sort of a piteous figure in this one. Yeah. Like she's true. They keep calling her a motherless child as well, which is <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny, but just oh god, they just keep Referring her to her like that, and it's just, I don't know. <laughs> and she's and she's a neglected motherless child as well. Oh, Jesus, like, um, yeah. so uh, Liz takes her to the mall, and she's all like, "Oh, I've never been to a mall before," and uh, we're told that all of the things that Liz and Jessica, their friends, took for granted were magical experiences for the little girl. Yeah, it's quite condescending. <laughs> yes, and when they take her to get a book, and she takes um, Kim to get a book in the bookshop, but recommends a book she she liked as a kid. And Kim's all like, "So should I get this one?" Because she worships Liz so much. Liz has yeah. to go. Poor, poor Kim is very pathetic in this. Like, tragic child. Seems a bit lousy on her. Yeah. But uh, when they're leaving the bookshop, um, Liz is accosted by a stranger. Yeah, of, of course. Christopher has kind of, he's kind of been, he spotted them, I think, in the car park when they were heading in. And mm. she, like, Liz obviously just ignored him. But he, uh, yeah, he'd been kind of following her around the bookshop. And then at one point he's like, why do you keep avoiding me? And she's just like, what was this? Uh, she jumped, startled and annoyed. If there was one thing she was not in the mood for, it was being nice to a pest. <laughs> I really like that bit, actually, because it's sort of giving girls a lesson, which is contradicted by a lot of Sweet Valley things, that if someone's being a dick, you can just like, no, you don't have to be nice to them. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's just like, leave me alone and walks off and she's really annoyed with him. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't really think uh, think anything of it. Yeah, she thinks he's just like some really forward guy who's trying to pick her up. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so when they're home, she's chilling and Jess gets another phone call and it, it tips her over the edge. She she reveals yeah. all to Liz. Exactly. Yeah, finally, it's gotten to the point where she'll actually tell her what's going on. And Elizabeth shakes her head. She's sort of more in sorrow than in anger. Um, because she feels, which is uh, kind of, you know, Fair enough. She thinks that uh, she feels turmoil of emotions. On one hand, she was shocked that her twin had cheated on AJ so casually. I mean, are you that shocked? Really? really no. <laughs> Is anyone really that shocked? Really? Do you think about it? I don't think so. And then she thinks, you know, if Christopher really is kind of unhinged, then Jessica doesn't deserve to be stalked. True. Well, that is that is true. Yeah. And she knows that Jess doesn't need a lecture. I mean, she probably does need a bit of a lecture. Yeah, it might not be any harm. Yeah. Every so often. Once in a while, yeah. you just throw one in. Once a month. <laughs> For safety. Yeah. yeah. Preventative measures. Yeah. But right now, she doesn't need a lecture. She needs help. And yeah. the most practical thing to do is just tell AJ so, you know, Christopher will lose his power over, over exactly. her. Exactly. Yeah. But Jessica says she can't lose um, her... Uh, she, she can't lose her chance of being queen. This is so stupid. And it's such stupid motivation for this whole thing. It's She's so such annoying. a shallow bitch. I know. It's like, how much danger are you going to put yourself in for the sake of a fucking crown that literally means <laughs> nothing? <laughs> like Liz actually looks sadly at her and says, it's not breaking up with AJ that matters as much as not being the star at the dance. And Jess is all like, mm. that's not what I meant, except it clearly is. It totally is, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, but she says that after the dance, she will tell uh, AJ all. Yes. Um, so it's Friday evening, I guess that's the night before the dance. And Christopher has been call- calling constantly over the last few days. Mm. And Jessica's just really overwhelmed. Um, yeah, he's even been calling twice a day, he says at some point. Yeah, yeah. no, he's, he's, he's been very intense. And when he rings again, Jessica says that she can't wait to see him. Yeah, she changes tack and is just like kind of playing along yeah. to kind of keep him keep him from I suppose going completely fucking bananas at her and she's her thing is like oh I'll just sort of cancel at the last minute now I think she should have gone for I will meet you in Pacific whatever it's called like somewhere really yeah. far away then Ooh, just don't yeah. try yeah I'll meet you in Texas yeah <laughs> it'll be super romantic <laughs> exactly rather than just cancelling at the last minute which will just rile him up even more mm. um, but uh, she um She's still, you know, she hasn't told AJ, obviously. And Liz says, you can't keep putting off telling AJ. Like, this is, you know, you're all this is happening behind his back, basically. Yes. Yeah. And like, the longer you wait, the more hurt he's going to be. Like, so just, you know, rip off the blaster, basically. Exactly. And Jessica basically defends herself and says, like, oh, I can't spoil his big night as king of the ball. Even though... Yeah, which is bullshit. It's, this is yeah. all about her fucking crown. Which isn't even her crown, really, because it's AJ's win and she just happens to be his girlfriend. She's like his consort. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So she hasn't earned the, the glory by, for herself. She sure hasn't. Um, so on Saturday night before the, the big bash, she's being really, you know, kind of nervy and fidgety and Liz tells her to relax. She's like, it's hard to relax when the psycho is after you. And Liz inexplicably says, he's not a psycho. I mean, he is he not? He's quite quite, uh, unstable. Yeah. Um, So she he wings and she's like, "Eh, eh, I don't feel well. I (laughs) I expect it better from you, Jess. Like it's really lame. Just like I think it's it's strep throat. (laughs) I'll see you sometime. Bye. 
Yeah. And then she's like, and the master does it again. Thank you very much. Oh my God. Literally, that's what she ridiculous. says. Such a stupid attitude. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, she's just, she's delighted with herself and says that she, you know, he bought her excuse. And Liz is like, I don't think you're going to get rid of him that easily. Yeah. It's mad that she thinks this is, that's problem solved. That like blowing him off like that is going to be the end of it somehow. It's like, what do you think is going to happen here? I know. Have you, have you met <laughs> him? <laughs> For... You know what he's like. He's been ringing you every day <laughs> since you met him. <laughs> so they head off to the ball and it's a fancy affair. It is. It's very fancy. And it's in the country club again. The country club is getting some loud mode of business, isn't it? No, oh, it really is. <laughs> well, you know that it's a, it's a glamorous occasion because who should be there but Jeremy Franks? Oh my God. Frankly speaking. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> and he's clothed this time. This time. <laughs> Not running around in the nip. Jessica's very disappointed. Um, so yeah, it's really fancy. There's like all the Mr. and Mrs. Wakefield are there too. The Morrows, Lila's dad. There's uh, glamorous clothes. There's tinkling punch glasses. It's a it's a gala event. Proper shindig, yeah. It really is. So Jessica is all excited and, and amazed, and uh, Liz wishes her luck. And she's like, "What do I need good luck for?" She's genuinely amazed. She's like. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to be queen. There's no doubt about this. So. Oh, God. So Liz goes off to dance on the moonlit terrace with Jeffrey in his dorky outfit. Mm-hmm. We'll have to keep that because it's literally the only outfit we get, which is no. an absolute crime, but that's just what's happened. <laughs> yeah, really surprised we didn't get descriptions of their party frocks. Not a single one. I kept waiting for some mention of a dress and this entire, for this whole end of the book, I was like, they're at a fucking gala. Like someone's going to tell you what they're wearing. I know all we get is friggin' Jeremy. Oh. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, I mean. Oh, <laughs> he's too boring to even remember his name properly. <laughs> Who even cares? <laughs> well, while Liz is sweeping around the terrace with him, a stranger cuts in. Except <laughs> it's no stranger. Oh God! Fucking Christopher! Oh no! And Liz, this is why Liz is the ultimate doormat because she thinks that Jessica must be covered for at all costs so she can win that bloody crown. Seriously, like what? Like whatever Jessica being obsessed with the crown that Elizabeth is willing to go to these lengths uh, for her to get this stupid yes. crown. It's like you know you're putting yourself in danger here because this guy is not well. Like oh my god, it's so annoying. She was like she thinks oh she's got to cover for Jess or Jess will quote miss the moment of glory she had been <laughs> anticipating for so long, like a week, literally a week, and it's not even her moment of glory anyway. It's AJ's moment. <laughs> 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 so Jeffrey is like huh? and Liz sort of. <laughs> Gives him a look on, oh no, I got this, I got this. I got this. It's so funny, it's like if ever we needed Todd to be the man in question, it's like he would just start digging the head oh. off of immediately for so much as looking at Elizabeth. And it's like, where are you, Todd? Come back from Vermont, we need you and your fists of fury. Oh, it can't be too long to write now. Well, anger issues. Wilkins. <laughs> anger issues, Wilkins. Oh, God. Um, so she sort of signals to um Jeffrey like you know everything's okay so he's like okay yeah I picture him like Scooby-Doo he's kind of yeah. like so Liz obviously pretends to be Jess and she asks Christopher the time and apparently it's just a few minutes to eight which is coronation time indeed 
So she figures she could stall him just for a little bit. And then he says he wants to take a walk. And she agrees. She's going off to like the pitch dark grounds of the country club with this. Somebody she knows is not well. Huge mistake. Huge. Oh, just so Jessica can win a fucking crown. This is nuts. Yeah, not good. So Jeffrey is still standing there. So she's looking <laughs> Jeffrey, like, what are you doing? <laughs> so she gives him the nod and he's like, <laughs> and goes. <laughs> Where, like, Jeffrey looked pained, but he nodded and headed back inside. It's like, is it Jeffrey or Prince Albert? Like, who's yeah. actually here right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Prince Albert would have known better. He would have bit that fucker on the leg. <laughs> oh, good point. He would. Um, so, uh, yeah, she lets Christopher pull her away into the darkness because Jessica's mm. lust for glory is more important than her own safety. So bad. Yeah, this is, I mean, apart from anything else, this is such a horrendous lesson, really, isn't it? Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. If you're being stalked, you're being yeah. stalked tell no one. <laughs> Let your sister go oh. off with them on her own. Oh, God, put yourself in danger for your ridiculous needs or whatever. Ah, yeah. uh, just. Everything about yeah, it is so stupid and worrying. So bad. Yeah. So back inside, Jessica still can't wait to be crowned queen because the, mo- the that'll be the moment when the spotlight would be shining directly on her. Hmm. It's, it's honestly, it's where nobody ever paid her any attention ever in this series of this entire thing. And it's like, okay, where is this coming from? <laughs> no, I mean, really. Um, so it turns out that... Uh, President, uh, Samaritan's President, Paul McCormick, which is spelt oh. with lots of K's. The K, yeah, that's weird. wonder is it like the weird way that like some Irish names are spelt in America, like they spell Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yeah, true. Um, so uh, he starts giving a big speech. Jessica is bored and actually I don't really blame her because I find speeches very boring. Oh, same. It's like a Eurovision when they just start you know, to listen to the speech. It's like, can we get to the fucking results, please? No one cares about that speech. Get out of the John Come on. <laughs> um, so Jeffrey appears next to Jess and asks if she's seen Liz because she went off with some strange guy. And Jessica realises straight away what's happened. But she Oh, she knows exactly what's going on here. Yeah. But does she do anything? But she, fuck, she stands there and is like, come on, speech, hurry up, I've my crown already and then I can go look for Liz. It's like, seriously. She is oh. so terrible, like really so shockingly terrible. Mm. Um, so she uh, she just stays there, basically, and um, she has a slight sec- like a second of a qualm about Christopher being dangerous, but she can't leave because then AJ will find out about Christopher and then he w- he might not want her to be his queen. Oh my God. She's <laughs> actually psychotic. Like, your sister might be murdered, but more importantly, you'll be the queen. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, out in the grounds, things are getting very scary. Oh, they really are. This, yeah, this was properly kind of frightening. Like it was horrible. Yeah, because yeah. Liz is trying to get Christopher to go back in because they're going deeper and deeper into the grounds, further mm. away from the building, and um, he's holding her arm really tightly, and that she remembers being kidnapped by Carl the Orderly. Yeah, they do a proper whole recap of it and everything, and it's like, yeah, this is <laughs> surprising. This isn't even unfamiliar territory for it. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, that's how Carl used to do. <laughs> and actually, she, she realises she made a big mistake going up with Chris, but tells herself she had to keep him away from Jessica. Did she? Because literally the oh. only problem with Jessica was that it would unmask her uh, cheating. And I know. She wouldn't like, be queen. Yeah, back, 
Back on the terrace, she should have just been like, Jeffrey, this guy's crazy. Fucking pin him to the ground and let's call security <laughs> immediately. <laughs> he is not stable. Oh, so that wouldn't have uh, disrupted Jessica. No, it would have all happened outside. It would have been oh, funny. Good point. Hmm. Um, so she, uh, she, she's trying to get away and he's like, we have to go where no one can find us. I'm going to take you away. And she's like, oh, people are waiting for me. And he's like, no, they're not. And when she tries to get away, he produces a blade. Oh, shit, he's got a knife. It's very dramatic. Isn't it? Yeah. And they're just like, why did you make me do this? Why did you make me do this, Christopher? Yeah. Um, if you'd only like me as much as I liked you, they wouldn't have oh. had to do this. It's very dark. Yeah, it's. Uh, I have to say, when I saw this book was called Two Boy Weekend and I saw the cover, I was like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> but then it's like, oh shit, this got dark and scary. <laughs> very exciting though. So I'll give it that after the incredibly <laughs> boring things we've had in recent <laughs> volumes. Yes, I- Accurate, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he forces her uh, back to his car and then ties her up and puts her in the boot. That's horrible, yeah. She's been kidnapped oh for the second oh, time. She just can't stop being kidnapped. She's so kidnappable. Twice in one year. I mean, that's a lot of kidnappings. It really is. So back inside, Jessica's getting nervous and so is Jeffrey who asks Jessica, you know, should I go look for her? I was like, don't ask her. Just go. Just go. <laughs> she won't put herself out. Oh God! So Jeffrey, or sorry, AJ gets up and starts reading his stupid oh, speech. God, for some reason, part of this is that he needs to read his entire fucking essay to the group, and it's like, really, why? Like, yeah. no, put put it in the fucking paper and let's move it along, people. Come on, he has to read the whole thing. But then, just as he gets up on the stage, suddenly. Without warning, a suffocating fear overwhelmed Jessica. She stood rooted to the spot, her heart churning wildly. Liz, no! <laughs> Twin tuition! Okay. Yay! It's back! Yeah, something, something terrible was happening to Elizabeth. There was no doubt in Jessica's heart or her mind. <gasps> the inborn, unconscious connection to her identical twin oh. went deep into logic or common sense. I mean, yes. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same goes for this entire book series. Like, oh, look, at, yeah, but no, she knows now shit's going down, and her sister is actually in danger, which she has been this whole entire time. But just now, it's really getting serious. I mean, fact, at least you're finally taking it seriously, I guess. Ugh. So, with with a strangled moan, we're told she pushes her way out through the crowd with Jeffy hunting her heels, and she Ooh. sees Christopher's car lights and uh, realizes he's. Uh, he must on the move. Yeah. yeah, he must try to get away, and she basically throws herself on the bonnet in order to stop. <laughs> and he's shocked because he thinks she's escaped out of the boot. Of course, the sight of her completely freaks him out. He's like, "How did you get out? What's going on?" <laughs> so he tries to grab her, and then Jeffrey launches himself from the shadows. Hooray! <laughs> he overpowers Christopher, um, and Jess releases Liz, more frightened than hurt. And she tells Le- or Jessica to go back in. She's literally just oh. been kidnapped and put in a boot. And she tells um, Jessica that, you know, you've got to go back in. I only yes. went with them so you could get what you wanted. Oh, my God. The people need their queen. <laughs> go. Go where you're needed. For fuck's sake. Don't mind me. I was just in the boot of a fucking car. I'm a maniac. I'll be grand like. Oh. <laughs> uh, and of course, Jessica demurs for like two seconds. I was like, okay, you're right. I will go in. So, yeah. Bye. <laughs> so, inside, AJ is reading his tedious essay about oh, how society will, must change for the better in the year 2000. And the, he finishes, and there's like a moment's pause, and the crowd go wild. <laughs> but hearing his voice fills Jessica, quote, with a deep aching sadness. 
Ooh. And Mr. McCormick is continuing a speech, but AJ jumps down from the podium when he sees Jessica looking all sad. Yeah. And uh, she tells him she doesn't deserve the crown. True. <laughs> but but then she reveals all. Well, not quite all. <laughs> well, she tells him she was with Christopher. Uh, do, does she though? I don't know if she does. Because she's, she's like, I can't take the crown. I don't deserve it. And... She had to tell him soon, but not during his moment of glory. She's like, I did something stupid. And then she's like, are we breaking up? And she's like, yeah, I like you so much and I don't want to hurt you. I don't think she actually tells him about him at all. She She just thinks about it and then just says, I can't handle, um, we're breaking. He's like, are we breaking up? And she's like, "Uh, because, yes, because I I like you so much, but I can't handle a relationship with just one boy. I just can't. I'm not ready for it. She never actually says, by the way, I fucked off for that weekend with this guy, Christopher, who has since been stalking me. You but like, sneaky bitch. <laughs> yeah. So she, she, actually, she actually gets away with it. Oh <laughs> my God, I hate her even more. And then, so she's dumped him. And then inexplicably, this was still inexplicable, even if he doesn't know that she uh, cheated on him. He says, despite being, if someone dumped me, I'd be like, okay, bye, could you leave now? Because this is a bit yeah. uncomfortable and I'd kind of like to just go away and have a cry. He's mm-hmm. like, do one last thing for me. Um, there isn't anyone else I'd rather give the crown to you tonight for what we had, oh. Jessica, for the past. Oh, stop it. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> and then they're crowned and it's ridiculous. It's like, like the you know it's in Westminster Abbey or something like it's preposterous it's extremely over the top yeah oh my god and then they dance on the dance floor and AJ whispers I'll never forget you it's like no because you're in school with her you're gonna see her tomorrow <laughs> you'll see her in chemistry like tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so that all happens where he just kind of knows she's distressed and she's like I've done something stupid and he's like are we breaking up and that's where the conversation goes. So she never actually says anything about Christopher Tomb. Yeah, that's it. She's got yeah. away with it, being a cheap she bitch has. again. I know. Ridiculous. Oh, I hate her. So <laughs> later that night, her and Liz are, you know, kind of getting ready for bed. And uh, Liz reveals that apparently when Christopher was like seized by the security guards, he kind of didn't resist. He, he was like, oh, I want to see my psychiatrist. And apparently he's a, mm-hmm. he's a troubled youth. Yeah, but like the police came, obviously, when security were on the case, obviously, they called the cops. So as usual, the police being as fucking incompetent as usual, or like Jess or Elizabeth had to answer a lot of questions. Like, really? So they didn't want any statement or anything from Jessica. And you told your parents. So you just got fucking bundled in the boot of a car. (laughs) Only people that know are your sister and your boyfriend. And you were minor. Yeah. Yeah. No one's ever going to find out about this. This is fucking wild. And she wants, she asks Jess if she wants to talk about her and AJ. And she's like, no. Maybe some other time. And Elizabeth is all mm. sympathetic for her because she says she knew uh, Jessica had cared something more for AJ than for any other boy. It must have hurt her so much for her to admit that the relationship was over and to be strong enough to refuse the crown. <laughs> refuse the crown for like 30 seconds. Can we please let this crown go? Oh my God. <laughs> Just accept that your sister is obsessed with crowns. <laughs> and is not well. Oh God. It's so ridiculous. <sighs> so they declare, they tell each other how much they love each other. Like, yeah. Uh, I hate both. <laughs> so um, next day at school, Jessica, Cara, and Amy are going into the locker room to get ready for cheerleading practice. And Amy mentions yet another event that's coming up soon. 
So, yeah, well, a varsity club dance because we literally cannot go a week without a dance or a ball or a gala. Pure holds, yes. So whatever, whatever the fucking varsity club dance is, that's coming Well, up. apparently, oh, the jock crowd are going to be there. Okay. And there's a... Is that not everyone in school, practically? And apparently there's the girls' basketball team have a big match that weekend, so they wonder where they're going to go, including Shelly Novak. And then, because she's the, the girls' basketball team are all there in the uh, uh, in the locker room, getting ready for practice, I guess. And Jessica and Amy and Cara, S two Cara. I thought she'd be. I'm surprised at Cara. Yeah, it's very surprising from Cara. She seemed to have been quite sound the last while, but uh, yeah, she's back to that kind of mean girl tendencies. Yeah, because they were all sort of sniggering about Shelley and wondering, like, oh, the basketball team win that day, Shelley will have to go to this varsity, whatever, and. Uh, they um they were told that she Shelly is notoriously shy because she's like six foot tall and she's self-conscious about her height. And then uh, Amy lowers her voice and has a malicious glint in her eye. But who to ask her? She's such a beanpole. And Cara giggles. Cara. Mm, yeah. Very disappointing. Cara. Mm, so um Jessica's like, oh, why don't you ask her if she's going? And Amy's like, no, you ask her. And Jessica does in a mean way it is mean isn't it like i hate this like it's that kind of like oh i'm being nice to you but actually we're all laughing at you and pretty much to your face and it's like do you know what just drop a fucking piano on these bitches and let's be done with yes because literally she says hey shelly are you going to the varsity club dance behind her amy and Kara stifled shocked giggles oh fuck all of you i hate you all and Kara, i'm yeah. disappointed in you i'm not disappointed Very in the other two bitches but you well no this is part of the course yeah. for Amy, yeah. And Shelley's all embarrassed, like, oh, I doubt it. And Jess is like, just asking. And Amy goes, you're terrible, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I just asked you an innocent question. Mm. Yeah. But then she, Jessica says she bets uh, that Shelley will go to the dance. Yeah, and I don't know why they're so invested, to be honest. Oh. It's like... Like, why do you care? <laughs> I mean, why? Do, well, plot contrivance is why, I guess. Well, and yeah. Amy's like, give us a break. I bet that she won't be, um, I bet she won't, she she won't be there because no guy likes to dance with a girl who's taller than he is. So they literally make a bet. Mm. Can you read us out on this sour yeah. note? Yeah, yeah, it's like such a shitty note to end on, isn't it? <laughs> it was so great. Book. It was. Um, yeah, so, yeah, they've made a bet, basically, where Jessica reckons she is going to go and the rest think she won't. So, will Shelley Novak have a date for the big dance? Find out in Sweet Valley High 55. Perfect shot. Oh! Mm-hmm. And that is... Uh, that was it! That was Two Boy Weekend! Two Boy Weekend. I have to say, it was so much more dramatic uh, than I thought it was going to be. Oh, it was kind of great. I loved it. It, it kind of... It was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We were properly back in like bananas territory. It was a lot of fun. Um, so uh, yeah, it was a return to form because obviously we had our amazing Patnon saga and we had the um, the Winter Carnival. But like, really, it's been a long era of terrible, terrible books. So <laughs> it truly has. Um, so I think we can all be quite uh, quite relieved to see the return mm. of the mad old days. Uh, but do we have stats and outfits? We do. So the blondness got three mentions. Mm. Uh, the blue green eyes got four, mm. which was kind of nice. Uh, however, Christopher and his sparkly green eyes were mentioned six times. Ooh. 
Yeah, he actually out, I mentioned <laughs> the, uh, the Wakefields, which is unusual. Um, Jessica slumps five times and flops twice because she's very mopey and sad for so much of her. Oh, she <laughs> is pretty mopey. That's true. Yeah, mm. her posture is terrible for this whole book. <laughs> um, then literally in terms of outfits, it was just Jeffrey holding the fort down. Uh, <sighs> so, yeah. <laughs> so at the ball gala, fucking Citizens Day nonsense, uh, he looked handsome and sophisticated in a blue blazer and tan pants. And I am not convinced. Oh, <laughs> did he? Just, again, dressed like a Florida retiree. Sounds like a lie. So, yeah, that was that was all we had there. Well, um, on a more positive note, we did uh, it, it ask this week on Twitter whether uh, people would share with us what they had learnt on, from Sweet Valley High over the past few years, because it is three years this week. We're recording this oh on the 14th since our God, first episode. Fucking hell. <laughs> to thunk it. Unreal. Oh. Um, so uh, uh, let's share some of your, your answers. Um, the podcast at Dawn's House said, you can and should guilt trip someone out of a coma. <laughs> it gets results, you know. <laughs> Neri said, all an obnoxious player really wants is a strong woman who'll stand up to him so he can keep obnoxiously chasing her indefinitely. Hashtag, it's all about the challenge. Oh God, it's too accurate. It's too accurate. Um, I really liked uh, Laura's one where it was like, no amount of money can buy you a modeling contract when you have a flat (laughs) (laughs) Words to live by. Honestly, so good. (laughs) Oh, vampires exist amongst us. Don't do cocaine, said Fallen Melisum. Yes, facts. (laughs) Chewie said, stay away from Mr. Collins. Um, Alana Hansen had an unattractive person is definitely some kind of villain which mm. has absolutely been the case very much so um, yeah. God I Galatea said no matter how beautiful a brunette is she's no match for sun-kissed blonde and aqua-eyed looks unless you're Susanna Regina and then you're evil and or dead that's <laughs> so true <laughs> Liz, too good for this world <laughs> Liz suggested just to taunt you clams in every cuisine no why <laughs> while Hannah Jane said never trust Amy very true oh, words words to live by yes um, so uh, Laura said size 6 is the perfect size for 16 year old girls to be but even at this size it's best to fish for compliments by whining about how fat you are now you're going on a diet <laughs> Oh, Jesus, that's too real. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, Amy Clarkin, who's a good Amy. Yes. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> the date, dates are apparently mandatory for all social events. True. Which, yes, absolutely. The rule of law in Sweet Valley. Uh, someone called Yes said, if you're going to name a shop, give it a real name. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> Um, lazy Leslie Nope, which amazing username by the yeah. way, uh, says the proper way to deal with any situation is to run away crying. Oh, of course, <laughs> as is tradition. <laughs> Tracy Fox said that whispering your thoughts out loud is a perfect, perfectly reasonable way to behave, like a dream, as we learned today. <laughs> More people should do it, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oh, Anna Scott had a great one. Uh, there's a lot of money in the canning business, mm. and. Uh, and then what I enjoyed, stay away from clams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also words to live by. Laura yeah. said, it is normal to have at least five summers and Christmases during your junior year of high school and to be abducted and or nearly murdered multiple times during that stretch of time. It doesn't mean you don't live in a perfect idyllic time town where crime is all but unheard of. Oh my God. Yes, accurate. Oh, yeah. Hannah Jane said, 
uh, blusher and highlighter are no substitute for the dewy glow you get from being in love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They were such good answers, though. Fucking hell. Oh, I, I loved Susan uh, Brodigan's uh, remark that silk shirts are a state wardrobe staple for Sweet Valley teenagers across the board. <laughs> and Caroline <laughs> Lynching replied, the chopping board, because a silk shirt is vital when cooking. I haven't gone near an oh, oven God. without one since. <laughs> so flammable. <laughs> um, uh, Kirsten said that medicine is useless and willpower is the only cure you need, unless you're Trisha Martin or Regina Morrow. To which Nevi oh. replied, Too soon, Kirsten! <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> While Georgina Blewett said, Who needs therapy after a traumatic event when a party always does the trick, ideally in fancy dress? Ooh, <laughs> and it does. Another thing that gets results. <laughs> also relevant to our interest this week, Emma Elizabeth said, when stuck for inspiration, you can always write an essay on how great your city is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Inoni Kubi said, not all fictional Mr. Collinses were made from the same mould. That is very true. Because oh, we know that yeah. some people do think of Mr. Collins from Pride and Prejudice when they... <laughs> Oh, no. No, no, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Married paths. <laughs> Giddy Ant says that I should have dressed as a Victorian ghost as a teenager. That or worn more jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> we all should have. <laughs> Meanwhile, Elizabeth Keep said, why even bother having a social event unless you're going to crown someone queen of it? <laughs> Ah, uh, now, yes, very uh, relevant to this week's episode indeed. <laughs> um, Liz said, nothing says class like a Spanish-style kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> very true oh god Alice Wakefield is yet to be beaten in the uh, interior design stakes I'll tell you never and Queen of the Harpies said someone can both bully you to the point of suicide and bring you back with the brink of death by handing you to a pair of pom-poms <laughs> <laughs> and uh, perhaps the last one we'll read out for today is 22nd CCKL said you can only be happy when you have a boyfriend and Lila is a flat-faced bitch. <laughs> I think that's a pretty great one to leave it on. <laughs> so uh, thank you for joining us again, everybody. Uh, we're very glad to be back on our old schedule of uh, once a fortnight as opposed to once every like nine months. So <laughs> We promise not to leave you hanging again like that. No, we <laughs> definitely will not. Uh, please, we love hearing from you. So uh, please get in touch with us. Um, you can uh, email us at svhpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, we're on Twitter at SVH Podcast. And we are, of course, proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network. And you can check out the other um, podcasts on the network at uh, HS Pod Network and this Headstuff. So do check out some of the, uh, the other podcasts in the stable. Because even though we're not there in the studio at the moment, we will return eventually. We will indeed. Yeah. So um, that's it for now. But we will see you next week when we find out whether Shelly Novak really is a perfect shot. (laughs) See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 
Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.